Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hear Me Out podcast. I'm your host, Finley Evans, and today I have Karen Craigbaum. I call her Miss Karen, and she's pretty much my second mom. So yeah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be on it. I am too. Okay. So I'll start off by asking you the question, how have you most evidently seen God working in your life? Uh, my most evidently working with God is really God showing me that he's in control and that no matter how much I want to have control, um, I'm just learning that things can go wrong and not my way and it's still okay. Um, especially with parenting. Um, and then also, uh, just with some of the health issues I have, you know, I can plan so many things, but um, ultimately God is in control and I just have to trust that um, he wants the best for me and, and knows better than I do. So that's it. Uh, that's so cool. Cause a lot of the times people, when they have like, um, when it comes to like health conditions and stuff, it can be really tough and they can like ask a lot of questions and it's so easy to be mad at God in so many ways. Um, but just knowing that he's in control is so important. And I'm also glad that you talked about, um, parenting cause I've seen like God work in many ways, but I could have never, I could never see him working in that way for me. Cause of course I'm not a parent and on the podcast I've and trying to have like different variety of like advice given. Um, so what would your like best piece of parenting advice that you could give somebody like what first comes to your mind when you think about that? Oh gosh. Um, I guess is, you know, the, I guess I would say patience and I'm laughing because, you know, they always say don't pray for patience because then you're going to have situations where you need it. But um, I think patience and grace um, for me and for my, our family, um, just giving each other grace and um, loving each other through our mistakes and through our um, differences. Um, But I think that's a, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good piece of advice too. Um, yeah, I didn't prepare you for yeah. that question, but, um, cause I wanted to see like what just first came to your mind, but, um, that's definitely for my family, what my mom has to do for a lot of us. I think her answer would be very similar, like patience and grace, because she has to have a lot of patience with all of us. Um, especially since she has seven kids, but, um, yeah. Okay. So what's your favorite Bible verse and why? So my favorite Bible verse is Matthew six twenty six, which I'm going to pull it up really yeah. quick. Um, just uh, it is look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Um, so I would say probably about close to 10 years ago, this is when this first became my favorite. I was um, kind of in a, not, just kind of in a rough season in my life, just with everything in general, general nothing too specific, but just um, in general, I just wasn't um, 
in the place of where I was feeling God's love, feeling um, valued in that, in that, in that relationship. And one night I was crying out to God and I just felt him saying like, just get in my word open, you know, you need to read, you need to hear from me. And I kind of just opened up to Matthew without any plans. And, um, I started in Matthew one and I kind of read all the way and I got to Matthew chapter six and I read that verse and it, it just kind of hit me like a ton of bricks that, um, God, I mean, I felt like that was one of the one times or a few times that God has really spoken directly to me. Mm -hmm. Um, just because of with any, um, insecurities anybody has or with any, um, just doubts. It's so nice to know that God cares so much for you. And it is a nice picture of seeing, you know, if he cares about birds or anything that, and it's saying like, they don't do anything. Like they're, they're basically just there and God uh, takes care of them. Um, How he made me in his image, how much more is he going to care for me and take care of me? And so that's just something I always go back to in any of those, um, any, any time really, but especially in, um, times of seasons when doubts rise up. Yeah. Um, I love that verse and there's like a song about it that I love too. It kind of addresses that line. Um, but it's a great reminder too, um, because I'm a, I, you can look at this verse in a lot of different ways. Um, but one of the ways that I see it is like, I'm one of those people that like loves shoes, loves clothes, like loves all these things and worldly items. But I remember, I need to remember that I won't be taking any of these things with me to heaven. So why should I be like, why should these be my priority? Like the birds don't have to have anything yet. God still takes care of them. I don't need to have anything. Um, like, you know, I don't need to have all these things, you know, God will still take care of me. Um, but yeah. Okay. So do you want to share a little bit of your testimony and how you came to know the Lord? Um, so I was raised in a Christian home. Um, always, uh, we always went to church, but even more, more than that, just in our family, um, God was always the center, um, center, not center. Um, and so growing up, I kind of always had in my mind this story of when I was saved and I did get baptized when I was young. Um, but then, you know, uh, it was when I was 15, it was the end of my sophomore year in high school. Um, I was kind of, we were kind of talking and when I was saying like, I, when I remembered when I got saved, um, nobody else remembered that, <laughs> like they couldn't remember that time. And I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I will say when I was 15, I was, um, just kind of in my rebellious stage to begin with, but also just my attitude was horrible. My, um, just my overall personality, like I was joyless. I, you know, I just didn't have any of, I wasn't showing any fruits of the spirit. And, um, so we had, um, gone on vacation to Louisiana. We lived in Florida at the time. And, um, on the way home, for some reason, it was just my dad and me in the car And he just started asking me about my relationship with God. And I could not really give him specific answers. And, um, 
And it was just kind of, it, it opened my eyes to, to where I finally think realized I always believed in God and I, and I did love him and stuff, but I never, I don't think I ever truly had that personal relationship with him. And, um, so that's, we actually prayed, we were driving on the road and he prayed with me. And, um, I'd like to say, like, I will say right away, I did feel a different, just like I felt relieved almost, but you know, I'm still learning, um, still growing. So, but that was, that was my testimony. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, and I think that a lot of people, especially people that have loved ones and they're worried about their faith, you know, they're afraid for them or not afraid for them, but you know, they just want them to have a relationship with Jesus and they don't know what to do about it. But sometimes the answer is to confront them and confronting them kind of sounds like a harsh word, but it's the only word I can think of, but like kindly confronting them about it and, you know, just asking questions because it can make them think about, um, what changes need to be made in their life. And I think like if, if my dad would have come to me and almost in like a negative approach of like your attitude is horrible. You're, you know, you don't need to do anything. You, you know, just in that, I don't think I would have opened up. Um, but instead it, like you said, it was just like almost conversation and asking, you know, mm-hmm. they always say, if you, if you don't know what to say to somebody, just ask them something about themselves because people like to talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was kind of the same, almost same step is like, he asked, he was just asking me my relationship with God and stuff. And I think if he would have, if he would have said, I don't see a relationship, I don't know if I would have taken it. Whereas as I was thinking about it, I saw it for myself and I was a lot more open to talking about it. Right. Um, yeah, that's so cool. And I know so many, like, even like parents with, you know, teenagers and stuff, because I have teenage brothers, you know, are going to hear that and, you know, going to want to take that advice and use it. Okay. So next I was going to ask you what, like, how do you handle it when you like go through a hard time? Like how, what, how does your faith get you through that? Okay. So my first thought on that is how do people get through hard times without faith? I've always, um, I've always thought about that people who aren't believers, like where does their hope come from in times like that? Um, I would say during hard times, almost, almost the first thought that comes to my mind is, you know, I'm angry or I'm asking why, and I don't understand it. And I think, um, you know, that's what Satan wants us to do. He wants us to worry. He wants us to be angry. He wants us to have fear of the unknown or of what's, um, you know, what's going on. But, um, I think that's when I lean into my faith the most. And I remind myself the truths that I've learned and that God, you know, he's for us. He is, he is sustaining. He loves us. Um, he's joy. He's a provider, like, you know, all the fear, the worry, none of that is from God. That's all from Satan. And so I, I just like to remind myself of all of those and that, um, you know, my faith is in God and he gives me the hope and peace that I wouldn't have 
in those situations or really any time if I didn't have my faith in him. Um, yeah, that's so cool. And I love that answer because when I hear you talk about the fruits of the spirit, like God's fruits of the spirit are made clear to us, right? Like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And then think about how you feel when you're living in those fruits of the spirit versus when you're living in like what the devil wants you to live in, like depression, anger, worry, like how much relief, how much relief it is like when you're living in um, God's fruits of the spirit versus your own. Um, and so, yeah. And then I was going to say getting through hard times is a lot of it can be about your attitude. Um, and so like you can choose to have, like live in the prosperous fruits or in the toxic ones. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's very good. No, I, I, I like what you just said there. It, I think a lot of, I think a ton of it is, your attitude about it. Um, you know, you can be woe is me and you know the truth, but you're, you're choosing not to, not to, um, listen to them. You're choosing to listen to the, why does this always happen to me? Why, you know, why, why do I feel depressed? Why do I, why am I so angry? Um, they're all choices and I'm not saying the feelings aren't real, but um, at the end of the day, you have a choice on what you want to focus on and how to act. So, yeah. So the other day I was actually, me and my mom were on my way to somewhere and my little siblings were in the car and I was just like, me and my little sister were fighting over something so stupid. And I was just so mad. Um, and then my mom turns on worship music cause she always <laughs> says like, it's like almost impossible to be mad. And I was like trying to plug my ears and not listen to it. Cause I was like, I want to be mad right now. I don't, you know. But, and then I started thinking, I was like, wait a second, this is like a choice, you know, I cannot be mad. I can completely, this, I can either choose to stay mad the rest of the day and have a horrible rest of my day, or I can choose to fix my attitude and have a better rest of the day. So my, I was stopping by racetrack because this was on the way to the basketball game and I was getting my game pal and I was going inside and, um, I was just like, okay, just change your attitude. So I get back in the car and I was just like trying to change my attitude. And I told my mom, I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I'm just, you know, I didn't want to be mad or like, you know, I did, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a lot of times it can be about changing your attitude. Well, and think if you, if you would have stayed mad and stayed in that attitude, like you were on your way to play a game, yeah. like how much would that have affected yeah. you playing That's and stuff? Although about. you're very aggressive, so it might have helped. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I think overall, yeah. like it would have affected it negatively. So yeah. definitely. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. You had a lot of great advice. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Okay. So I'll see you guys next time. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Hear Me Out podcast today. Um, Don't forget that you can send in your own questions to my email, fins.hear.me.out at gmail.com, and I can answer your questions too. And I want to give a huge shout-out to PodServe and their team for making this podcast happen. And thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are so awesome. See you guys next time.